Hey guys, welcome back to the No Holds Barred Network with the 100 episodes of Under the Ropes. I'm your host as always, the EVP hey guys, Giggles, the Heartbreak Chick, the, no the Queen Bard. of the Indies, Tiffany. And I'm so excited because, of course, it only made sense for my first interview to hit the big 100 interview. My number one husband, the wrestling god, Anthony Gangone. What is going on? Ooh, I put lighting in it. I'm I'm doing well. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. How are That's you? It's too dark. Damn. <laughs> it looked good. We've got the blue background going on. So, how's everything yes, with I, you? I don't, I don't currently have any furniture. No as furniture. I'm, I'm doing stuff in my in my in my life. So uh, I have to sit on the floor, but it's fine. Oh, okay. Anything well. for you, Tiffany? <laughs> Thank you. No, like it means the world to me. It's just like I said, I, you know, this was a big thing for me. The hundred episodes, like I said, you were the first interview. Now you had to come back. A lot of people asked me this and I've been thinking about this since episode uh, 80. And people were like, OK, you're getting to 100. Who is going to be number 100? And it only made sense for me to have you come back. So thank you for coming back. I know, like, it just, it's just the world to me. So um, guys, if you're new to the channel here, I interview everything independent wrestling, whether it's wrestlers, promoters, behind the scenes, referees, anything independent wrestling, I got you covered. If you guys got questions, please drop them in the chat. I'm sure Anthony will be more than happy to answer all your questions. So with that being said, I want to reminisce a little bit <laughs> because it's just an important episode. And the funny thing is that not only fans were asking me about the 100 episode, wrestlers were asking me too. Um, and every time, and you know this about me, like I always put you over, you know, like I always feel like this journey in independent wrestling. And I know, I know you fight me all the time and you say no, um, but I do have these conversations with a lot of people and I feel like, because you allowed me to have you come on the podcast and let me interview you, it kind of started something. And it was funny because I followed you to promotions that I didn't know existed. I found wrestlers I didn't know about that I loved. And like, I feel like you kind of started my journey. And I know you don't, you say no, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's crazy because I think about like after we did the first interview, and I think about like when we met and it was funny because I was following you. Well, I knew of you for like now it's like, what, eight, nine years, I think it is now. Um, so then when we finally met in person and how everybody threw me under the bus to you <laughs> so mm. at the no ropes uh, match with you and Valentina. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, so I just wanted to reminisce with that a little bit with you since everybody threw me under the bus they were like she loves you man she loves you she loves you <laughs> so and then i brought you skittles of course yes yes we did thank you thank you for that uh well i will uh it's very difficult for me to take any compliments but i will go against my nature and just accept it and um maybe Thanks, when but... you discuss me maybe not say follow Maybe more yeah, like, I should, oh, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't mean it in a stalkerish <laughs> way. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me yeah. rephrase that. All right. I yeah. supported. Okay. Is that the best <laughs> I word? I think that's the best word. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just, I'm looking out for you just in case. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She supported me. She did yeah. not follow me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I support. I've gone to like IWA. I mean, they're like, again, like I said, BWF, like there's so many promotions uh, that I could just like keep going off the bucket list of places again that I didn't know existed. So it's, it's been a, it's been a ride. Uh, and like I said, through these hundred episodes, like I've had people that you've worked in companies, uh, TJ Marconi is one that's been on the podcast. I mean, it's too good's been on the podcast. I could keep going on JD alpha, like a lot of people that you've worked with. So it's kind of crazy to me. Um, so I can't thank you enough. So, and he will take all my, uh, compliments because he knows that they're sincere. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Because of me, I guess, all these companies, promoters, and wrestlers have benefited from the exposure and, and uh, the great interviews and online presence. So I will also uh, say you're welcome for that. So yeah. there you go. Not you, to everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny. And then the whole list of husbands became a thing. Um, and it's still going. It's really, it's really funny how... Uh, even till today that wrestlers will start and be like, uh, am I on your list of husbands? Uh, why am I not on your list of husbands? Or I should be number one, all the backlash that I get all the time. And now also what I do at H2O, and it seems to be a thing on my Indie Talks episodes, is I have to go to the wrestlers and ask them who their list of wives are or who their list of husbands are. So that became a thing, just so you know. <laughs> So, but you blew it up because Kyle threw me under the bus in our first episode. So, uh, so thank you for blowing up my list of husbands. <laughs> yeah, and and let me let me uh, give some advice for anybody that wants to be on the list of husbands. Uh, you just gotta play it cool, you know. You don't wanna you don't wanna go up to Tiffany and say why I'm not here or here. I just played it cool the whole time. And that's why I'm number one. <laughs> and he's locked in. So it doesn't matter. You can't yeah, even I, try. I did, I, I, I did fall for you a did. bit. did. Uh, for I'm like not, a month. I'm not sure. Maybe you weren't, you know, uh, in the right state of mind. I don't know what was going on at the time. But you fixed the universe. Yes. And now everything's cool. Yeah. So, he lost all, all the belts. I felt like it was my fault. <laughs> I put Alex Zane as number one. So, I mean, I met Alex Zane in person. And I was like, oh, damn. I'm going to, like, screw up uh, wrestling Twitter and just make him number one. And, uh, yeah. Then, like you said, the universe got all messed up. But we made it better. Uh, so it's back. Uh, I mean, maybe it, it probably worked out for him. Uh, he's probably in a better place right now. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, good luck to Ari Sterling now. Uh, love him. Yeah. So, such a great guy. It's so awesome. Uh, Dottila is asking me, how long is my list out? You know what? I don't even know anymore. Like, let's just be real. Okay, let's let's take a second. Number one is the only one that's important, right? So yeah, no, we're just yeah. You can't have two number ones. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That makes eleven. Oh. <laughs> okay, so let's let's go into some questions. And again, you guys, if uh, share the stream, if you got questions, drop in the chat. But I want to talk about because I saw this on your Twitter recently. You got new gear, and my favorite gear is your gold gear. Um, and of course, I have the pop here actually that I had Dave Cole made, and I think I we talked about this on uh, previous episodes. Uh, the pop that I had Dave Cole, and he said to me that he didn't even know that you had gold gear. So he was so excited to make this pop for me uh, with the gold gear. Like, I think he finished it literally in like two days. That's how excited mm -hmm. he was. So now you got new gear. 
So I want to talk about a little bit about that because I know even other wrestlers are looking for who does your gear, you know, what is it that you're looking for in gear, what's inspired your new gear, all, all, all the fun stuff. Well, uh, as far as who does my gear, I'm not going to say okay. because, uh, you know, you can – she does – it is a it is a she so uh, she does a lot of people's gear but you will not get it from me uh, because uh, you know I like to keep my secrets but she's very good at what she does if you can find her and as far as things that inspire my gear I would say nine times out of ten it's something outside of wrestling but I do take uh, some stuff in wrestling as well um, my latest gear is kind of inspired by multiple things, so it's like Mortal Kombat and um, and uh, Ninja Turtles and Christian, uh, that being the wrestler Christian Cage and uh, Eddie Guerrero. So uh, yeah, just an all all mixture of of things there. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So and how cool was that when I showed you that I had the pop done from Dave Cole? Never mind the fact that he's an amazing person. Like, this is nuts. Yeah, no, yeah, Dave, I've, I've wrestled Dave a few times, and we actually, side story, I wrestled him, and it was the first time I ever had a table break during a match, and I put a bump on this table, and uh, he told me that it wasn't going to break, and the table completely snapped in half, so uh, the promoter was not very happy with us that day, but, uh, you know, it's his fault, so whatever. And uh, he, uh, he's just an amazing artist, and he's actually someone else. Um, he made this um, kind of canvas painting of, of me, which had both sides of me, uh, me in the mask and me, uh, my face. And it was a really amazing piece that a fan actually bought and then gave it to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was awesome, so shout out to him. But yeah, Dave Cole is amazing. He's amazing uh person he's a great wrestler and uh, i don't wrestling probably doesn't deserve uh, a quality of person that he is but uh, i'm glad that he's in it and uh he just came back too so hopefully yeah. maybe down the line i'll uh, i'll see him again it was funny because i did that interview with him so you guys if you want to learn more about dave cole please go back on the under the ropes episodes and go check that out with him and he had dropped it then that he was actually going to come back to wrestling so it's exciting uh i seen him at uh beyond which was really really cool and he was uh on fight forever like he's been like all over the place so i hope one day that i can meet him in person with Never mind the fact that he made these pops for me um, and also seeing my friends buying pops from him as well, custom pops. Uh, but I just want to I just want to meet him. He's such an amazing person. So good, good people. We need more like that out there. <laughs> um, yes. And, and very, very yeah. real. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not saying this because he can get me booked someplace. Uh, he's actually a good person. Yeah, so. yeah definitely. Um, so. I notice a lot, and we'll get a little deeper into it, but you've been working a lot of new promotions. So let's like dig into like some of the promotions. Some I haven't even got a chance to get to yet uh, since I've been like busy and I wish I could clone myself and support everybody. And that's the biggest issue that I have as a fan is I love everybody and I want to support. And it's so hard that a bunch of shows run on the same day. Um, so let's talk about some of the new promotions that that you've 
been at lately? I know GSW has been a promotion that you've been working at a lot. So tell us a little bit about that one. Yeah, I mean, it kind of came out of nowhere, uh, this promotion. And I believe the first time I worked there was sometime in the in the early spring. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just came out of nowhere. And then, you know, kind of... I felt like the taping that they had that day was more of like maybe to see what else is out there that's not um, on TV in some capacity. And uh, luckily for me, I was able, I guess, to impress. And they've used me ever since. And it's really an interesting promotion in in many ways. They have high production values as far as when it comes to independent wrestling. They, They book a lot of people that maybe other places would not normally book uh, due to various things, pricing, location, things of that nature. Uh, But yeah, it's definitely an up and coming spot that looks to be extremely promising in the development of this independent um, surge, I guess, that's going to come out out after this pandemic uh, is completely over. So yeah. And that's at the Monster Factory, am I right over there? The uh, they've had tapings there, mm-hmm. um, but they're at the uh, wherever Pro Wrestling Magic does their shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that's where the next set of shows are. And they have a two-day event in August. I believe it's the 20th and 21st, I believe, in the same location. And it's a big, like, huge show. It's like, I believe Davey Richardson's in there. I'm myself and Donovan, Mike Donovan, who was in Evolve, he was part of the Unwanted. Uh, we're going up against uh, Alexander Hammerstone and mm-hmm. Richard Holiday from MLW. So that should be uh, uh, quite the opportunity. And I'm looking forward to facing such tall men because uh, it just makes me want to hit them even harder <laughs> awesome i gotta i gotta make my way over there again like it's it's crazy it's hard million of promotions i try to get to everywhere um so i want to talk about another promotion that i'm very familiar with i've done backstage stuff uh and i'm actually going to be going there august 7th uh so iwa very close to my heart love it over there uh, so i mean i want i mean there's a, i missed the last one uh i didn't go because i was in atlantic city at gcw but i still follow the storylines of what goes on and i mean you and tj marconi have this crazy crazy history for years not just iwa bwf you guys tag together at other promotions so you have years and years of history but like I saw you and Valentina showed up. You weren't ones to mess with. Never mind the fact that you lost your title, which I'm very pissed about because he didn't get pinned. Okay, so I'm kind of pissed about it. But you have your title shot coming up. So let's talk about that. Yeah, so it's August 7th. And, you know, TJ and I have known each other for the past, I guess, six years. And we started really to get to know each other when we were in Beyond Wrestling as part of the Crusade for Change with the Minutemen and Darius Carter, of course. And ever since then, we've kind of, we've teamed, we've faced, but this is definitely the most serious issue that we've had. And he he took my title. I never got pinned or anything like that. He just happened to beat the other person, which was Mantis. And uh, for some reason, I was 
told that I had to be in like the scramble match. Now, normally I wouldn't care about whatever match I'm in. I'm just going to show out regardless. But this one was different because I never got pinned. Uh, I was a pandemic champion. And uh, all of a sudden I had to go back to the first match when there was no reason for that. So when it comes to this match, I want my title back because it's not only that title. All the titles are on the line right now. TJ has four of them. And I want all of them. And honestly, between what how TJ is now, he's a different person than who he was like six years ago. This man is, you know, he lets his anger control him. And he, he, he speaks in a certain way as if he's like entitled to things and, and all that. And I don't think he is. And I also think that he constantly feels that he's better than me when he, when he really isn't. So... I have a lot to prove that day. I also have a lot to cement with TJ is that I am better than him. And hopefully when I hit him a couple times across the head that uh, he'll uh, calm down on social media and realize that he should really enjoy his life just, you know, being below me. Mm, there you have it, man. Uh, Jackie's in the chat. She goes, Tiffany out here advocating he didn't get pinned. No, he didn't get pinned, Jackie. I was, I was there. And it's nice because Jackie's actually going to come with me to the August 7th show. And she's never been to IWA. And I think that's her first indie show. Am I correct, Jackie? Let me know in the chat. So that I told her that uh, some of the people she should know um, because of the Under the Rope series, and of course she knows about you, so I'm really excited that uh, she's finally going to come experience IWA, and that she gets to see you in person, so I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, great Harry Barnett is in the chat. He goes, congratulations, 100 episode. Who doesn't love Anthony? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Well, actually, maybe you shouldn't ask that. Uh, who doesn't <laughs> love me? <laughs> so, uh, yes. But I'm 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 uh, at Valentina and Tiffany will, will vouch for me. I'm actually yep. a pretty decent person. So yes, yes. I like I always say I always put good people on my podcast. So and I will always vouch for Anthony. So that's that's one thing. Uh, all right. So I want to talk about WrestleLab. Okay, I get sad because uh, I had bought a ticket I think before the pandemic and I was going to come and uh, I want to get to one of these shows as well because I hear great things about Russell Lab. But you are part of uh, the Polyon cult, and now you have a title shot with MV Young. So I started seeing all the videos with that as well. And what is going on? Well, it, it's, it's pretty simple. Well, last year, right when the pandemic started, I was owed a title shot at the time mr grimm was the champion we were going to be the main event of whatever that show was called i think it was happening in march of 2020 and then the pandemic happened and then mr grimm lost the title they had like various kind of title matches i don't believe that russell's lab did anything during that time mm -hmm. and various title matches but Everybody else seemed to get a title shot but me when I originally was supposed to get the title shot. Then they had their, their season on, on independent wrestling TV. And I also did not get a title shot. I mean, Mr. Grimm got a title shot and then um, O'Shea got a title shot. I did not get a title shot and I just don't think that's very fair 
especially for a company that talks about fairness and all that. And then somehow I get, I get, you know, I fall between the cracks, which does not sit well with me. So I kind of, as usual, have to take things into my own hands and get my title shot that I earned and deserve and been ignored in getting. So as far as MV Young, in, in all honesty, MV Young as, as a human being is actually a pretty decent human being. And I've seen that with my own two eyes and two ears. But that being said, when it comes to wrestling, he's not on my level. I know everybody wants to pretend that he is. And I know that he doesn't truly believe that, even though he likes to call me uh, what, you know, the typical indie thing of like a pussy and all that. I'm not sure if I can curse You're on good. this, but Don't I did it anyway. Uh, you know, the typical, oh, he's a pussy thing when nah, I'm far from that. So Envy Young, I'm in this kind of polyam cult, three stages of hell, whatever the hell he wants to call it. And I have at least two opportunities to beat him in that match. And I'm looking for the complete sweep so we don't have to go to the third one. But just so happens, if we do go to the third one, I believe it's some kind of hardcore stipulation. And yes, I can do arm drags and I can lock up and I can put on submissions, but I can also get hardcore when I need to. And uh, there is no way that I'm not walking out as the Wrestlers Labs champion, even if maybe their fans or the company or the higher-ups or the staff wouldn't want to see that. But uh, it's going to happen anyway. So He needs to be drifted in gold again. Seriously. Mm. And this is something I've always said. And I love those photos when you have like all the belts on you. Like It's such a cool photo to see. Um, and I've always been able to get great photos of you when like you win a belt or even at Full Faith Wrestling when you won the tag team belts and uh, IWA. So uh, Datiel is in chat. She goes, it's messed up. Anthony didn't get a title shot. Uh, <laughs> so, but he's got a yeah, title well, shot. Well, I, I agree. And I finally got it after a year and a half. So, uh, you know. Uh, I, I'm looking, you know, I'm not looking to not win the title because if I win that title, it's guaranteed that I'll be on every show. They have to advertise me. Uh, as of right now, I'm still looking for a sponsor for the show. So if anybody here wants to sponsor me and be on an entire season of Wrestlers Lab, uh, please, I guess, go uh, DM them for that information. But uh, it would be greatly appreciated. And you'll be sponsoring the future Wrestlers Lab champion. There you go. Do it. Do it now. <laughs> go send the Twitter DM. Go do it. It's for good cause. Uh, Great Harry Bartett says, I can vouch for you too. You've always been good to me whenever we've talked. Shame the mailman isn't as cool and broke that the Funko Pop. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, Harry did make me a Funko Pop along with Valentina. Uh, and yeah. unfortunately, it was... Uh, I wouldn't say completely destroyed, but I had to do some of my own uh, assembly when it came to that. So uh, hopefully next time, I believe Harry uh, said that he was going to do another one. Hopefully it stays intact 
this time. Shame the mailman, man. Shave, shave. Where's Kyle's shame bell? I need it. I need to get a shame bell. Uh, so we'll just say that I did that. Oh, there was something also that I wanted to bring up at IWA. And uh, again, if you guys aren't following Anthony on social, get on it. All the links are in the description below. But you are always in your Instagram stories. Uh, and I've always been a part of like adding to like a lot of your questions through through the years that I know you. Uh, but I noticed you said something. You said that IWA might be your last single indie match on Instagram. So... What's that about? Do I get a sneak peek about that uh, or? I, I I believe I said that it could be the last time me and TJ Russell on the indies. Okay. That's what I said. I didn't say that I wasn't going to wrestle. You know, that was my last time on the indies okay. wrestling. So take that for whatever. Okay. We'll, go, we'll go with that. Uh, uh, so we got some fan tweets. Good cop, bad cop said, would Anthony Gangone be in an anagram of Hootenie gang? Which other wrestlers would you be in your Hootenie gang? <laughs> he loves to mess with everybody. Every episode. What, 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 I don't what is that? Know. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't know. What is the Hootenie gang? Like, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have no, I've. I don't know what that is. If it's a good thing, I think it's a good thing. Uh, so I, I think it's it, I it's think a it, fun it'd thing. It'd be like Val Valentina, I guess, would be Tiffany, and uh, I guess I don't I don't really care for anybody else. So there you go. If it's a bad thing, I can list a few. <laughs> no, let's few not. That I would like to be in that. <laughs> no, let's I not do that. Leave it at that. We're not we're <laughs> not gonna do that. We're doing celebratory <laughs> of a hundred episodes. We're gonna stay in the good graces over there. So. <laughs> Okay, so we got fan tweet from April. She said, since there's so many up-and-coming stars shining through the indies, who's been catching your eye? Hmm. Well, let me see. Well, first, let me say uh, happy belated birthday to April. I know it was a few days ago. Yeah. Uh, as far as, uh, I don't, I, these, these questions are somewhat always, like, hard to answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll try my best, but I feel like saw most of them kind of get, you know, have some sort of exposure at this point. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think uh, I, I liked, I always, I liked my match with Killian McMurphy when we had it at Catalyst. Mm -hmm. And like Killian, and I think um, his big dust is his manager. Mm -hmm. But he's kind of, you know, found his way and is, you know, a lot of people are, are into what he's doing right now. So that's always great to see. Um, Erica Lee's is someone that's, you know, all over the place now. And so that's two people that I've noticed. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think one person that I believe one day will be, uh, a bit bigger star than he is now, but I think, uh, Griffin McCoy, yeah. uh, I think that just now he started being used at, um, GCW, but mm -hmm. Griffin McCoy is is also a, a, a great member of the young dumb and broke faction yeah. Yeah. and uh, I feel like he doesn't get as much uh, play as the rest of them and hopefully that changes but I guess as far as people that don't get the exposure that they need I guess it'd be Griffin McCoy right now uh, he's so great I saw him this weekend at uh, NFW him and uh, Charlie Tiger like I feel like now like like you said like I think they're starting to get out there more 
on their own, which is great because now I'm starting to see them more at different promotions. And they just had like a banger of a match also at GCW for Fourth of July weekend, which was great. Um, just so you know, uh, TJ's in the chat. Uh, he's he wants to know what's so funny. He goes, he's got a better shot of being six foot two than you taking the belt. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, I mean, he's said the same stuff for six years at this point. I would figure at this point he would get some new material, but I guess he, he hasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but this is the typical way that TJ is. Mm-hmm. Uh, that awesome's in the chat. He goes, Gangone, what's up? And uh, Good Cop, Bad Cop says, just got back from lacrosse practice, so couldn't type while driving. Hoot Nanny is an informal gathering with folk music and sometimes dancing, so it's definitely a good thing. <laughs> okay. I guess I'll be doing that. Uh, do I wear Leyden hosen and all that? The, the little, like, Peter Pan hat, too? Or what's up with that? <laughs> TJ said you look like a hobo. Yeah, well, I mean, that's going to be really embarrassing when this hobo takes the title. So, Ooh. I mean, don't you have don't you have people to yell at on Facebook right now? I don't know why you're part of this chat. So just, uh, you know, stop trying to take over my time and let Tiffany do what she needs to do. And, you know, Tiffany, I would suggest you just ignore everything he says. Okay. That's what I do on Okay, we're gonna we're gonna move forward because there's a bunch of uh, fan tweets. So we have another one from Chris. He goes, "What are your go-to matches to watch when you have downtime?" Uh, I think uh, one is Mind Game Shawn Michaels versus Mankind. I love that match. Uh, are we talking about just any match? Are we talking about indie matches or what? Uh, and you know what? Let's do any match. Any match. Any okay. match. Yeah. Uh, I really love from Rising Above, Nigel McGuinness versus Austin Aries. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what got me into independent wrestling. Uh, let's see. Anything else? I love Monsters Ball from 2005. Mm-hmm. I, for no reason. It's just fun. Uh, they had like Sabu and Jeff Hardy and Abyss and um, Raven, I want to mm-hmm. say. Uh, or Rhino. It was Rhino. No. So there you go. Yeah, so those three matches, I guess, uh, for various reasons, whether it's entertainment, studying, or having fun, or kind of matches that pop out to me right now. Awesome. Uh, Matt Awesome says, are you ready for MV Young? Yes. Is, is MV ready for me? Yeah, it's MV doesn't wrestle wrestlers like me. That's really the question. So... We're, yeah, yeah no, that's that's, that's more the question. question. Is he ready for it? Maybe him? Matt Awesome should go ask MV Young that. Maybe he should go on Twitter ask MV Young if he's ready for me. Ooh. Well, there, there you have it. Uh, Conrad from Everything Pro Wrestling, he goes, what inspires your innovation offense in pro wrestling? Uh, I have to be different from the next person. Mm-hmm. So I have to, I have to figure out different ways to do different things uh, as far as maybe where I might get an idea from. It's mostly like entertainment. That's not wrestling uh, nowadays. Mm-hmm. Maybe in the past I've gotten ideas from wrestling, but now it's mostly like things I see in movies, TV, stuff like that. Yeah, I definitely see that. And I see it with a lot of uh, your in-ring work. I can vouch for that. I've been at a lot of shows that I've seen and the different types of like things whoever he wrestles it's just like i love seeing whether you're wrestling someone who's high flyer or matt or like 
hard hitting, whatever the situation is, I love how you can adapt to whatever. And it's not the same wrestling style every match. So Yeah, I mean that's that's something that I pride myself on is to be and to be at hybrid and be able to adapt because uh, I don't know if I'm like the greatest at any one thing. I feel like I'm pretty good at every everything. And I think as as a combined kind of thing, that's that's makes me uh, great in a lot of ways. So I'll never be like a great high flyer like Mark Quinn or Isaiah Cassidy, but I can do some stuff in the air. And what really uh, whatever the opponent does, I kind of figure out what's their uh, strategy and try to move around that to better benefit me. Mm-hmm. And I still love the move that you named Kiss from uh, K. Like, so awesome, that move. I just, I love it. Yeah, no, that one, that one was actually, that one was, I asked mm-hmm. Nicholas K, who's a wrestler in the New Jersey area, and he also, he worked in Beyond for the longest time. He might have done some Beyond shots uh, recently as well, because I know they brought back a few people. But uh, yeah, he's, uh, th- I asked him for that move, and he was gracious, graciously did give it to me. And uh, I thought well, a better name for it would be a kiss from K since it plays off his last name and that uh, jewelry company. <laughs> <laughs> it's so awesome. I just like, when I saw it, I was like, oh, I need to know the name of this move. I was like, it's so cool. And it, it was a while before you named this move. And I kept asking you, I was like, did you name it yet? Did you name it yet? Because it's just a, <laughs> an interesting move uh, that, that I enjoy. And everybody knows I'm obsessed with bridges and now like more people are played into it now just so you know uh because of the fact that you have like one of the best bridges that i have i'm sorry but you probably now has one of the best bridges that i've seen like between his neck going all the way back and the toes but and that's what i always said about anthony was that because of the fact toes and it's not a good bridge unless you're going on your damn toes and now <laughs> matt vertigo i just saw this weekend and i told him he had to give me a bridge because of pro wrestling magic he's like tiff tiff i know you like bridges and he gave me a bridge but he knows it wasn't that good unless it went on the toes and he went on the toes for me this weekend and i marked out so <laughs> i just thought great thing uh let me read some of these comments in the chat uh chris mcmillan says enjoy gangone but he's gonna eat some boots soon hmm. yeah no that's not gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> okay next uh rob williams from bob culture podcast he says faves and he said gangone only guy i know to have match of the night twice in one night uh yeah i mean for some reason recently people have asked me to wrestle multiple times in one night so I always try to be better than the last one. So that's, I mean, sometimes it works out. In his opinion, I've had match the night twice. So, uh, yeah. Thank you, Ralph. There you go. Uh, Good Cop, Bad Cop says, wish I'd been at Maryland Championship Wrestling when Anthony was wrestling in New York, New Jersey is a long way from me. So you got to fly Yeah, I, I, did, I, I did the Shamrock Cup like two years ago. And that was that's a pretty huge deal. I mean, as far as the independent world, uh, the Shamrock Cup was or is very important uh, to this East Coast. So I was very I was very honored to be asked that. 
I believe, you know, they've had guys win it. I think Leo Rush has won it, or he was in the finals with Tommaso Ciampa. Ciampa. I remember that was like a huge deal. So yeah, uh, but I mean, hopefully, I'll I'll come closer to you than you having to come up to me. That's that's the goal. Uh, that awesome said the night I decided to start training was the night you faced Johnny Gargano. Great match. I'm still sad yes, that I didn't see match. this full match. <laughs> I know. No, it's fine. No one did. I know. Uh, for t- like, yeah, I kept asking for it for like two years, and they just lied to me the entire time. And uh, I never got to see the match, but luckily for you know when Matt was a fan mm-hmm. of, um, prior to becoming a wrestler and a few other people, they re- did record parts of it. Mm-hmm. So I am grateful for that because that match did happen. And yeah, it was very, uh, it was very emotional for me because it was like, the that was like one of the days that the crowd was like super into the match. Like it was like, Gangon Gargano chance. Yeah. And it was like it's always if that happens in one of my matches, it's organic. Like I don't, you know, I don't have many friends, and they don't come to wrestling. Uh, my family really doesn't come to wrestling, so. It's always that's that's something I always uh, pride myself on, and I wish that more people would, or more people in power would realize that it's about the fans, not necessarily who's in the back, and uh, crowd reactions should be the number one thing. And uh, also that that was like two days before I was in the hospital for a very serious thing, and then I, I wouldn't say I was fully. Um, recovered from that so it was really cool to have that kind of match with Gargano and he's just he's an incredible wrestler and he's an incredible person as well especially at that time you know he was doing WWE stuff so there was no reason for him to give that type of match that he did but he he did and uh, he doesn't know this obviously but uh, I really uh, appreciate that Awesome. I saw some of the clips that uh, Matt has little footage in his phone because I know Rob's asking for it in the chat. Yeah, so Matt has a little bit of the footage for that uh, if you want to see that. And, and just so you know, I know he told me don't say anything. Uh, TJ's talking more trash in the chat against you, so, <laughs> so I'll move on from that. Um, so another fan tweet, Kayfabe commentary said, dream match on WrestleCon Super Show or in Mania Weekend in Texas 2022. Uh, I don't know. I'm not really into dream matches. So whomever, that's my dream match. Okay. Uh, bacon. Bacon <laughs> is my dream match. That person A versus person B. Okay, cool. Um, I also want to talk about Earl Gardner because his photography is amazing. And I went to my best friend Brad's house and he has Earl's books. And I was flipping through it. And of course, I see you. And Matt Tremont in uh, the death match. And I just thought this was such a cool concept. And Earl's coming on next week, guys, so we could talk to him more. If you guys got questions, leave them on Twitter for him. Um, But that's, like, one of the best things that I saw is, like, all these photographers work so hard for the wrestling scene. And I love seeing these photos. And for Earl to put this all into a book, but how cool was that for you to even see? Like, I don't know, did you see that before I I posted and tagged you on it, or? I didn't see the actual uh, uh, 
pages mm -hmm. but i was asked by earl beforehand for like a quote and all that uh but i'm glad that you were able to um to show me but yeah it was it, you know that that match was uh cool for me because i respect matt a lot for how he does what he does and he's you know a lot of people just see him as a deathmatch wrestler but i see him way more than that i mean he's able to speak and he has this connection to the crowd that it's just like you don't have that with everyday you know joe schmo kind of wrestler and matt has this connection to the crowd to the point you know he's he's built his own thing uh he has his own students and yeah. uh the crowd he has are very loyal to him and love him and love his students and love what he does so that's an incredible feat that 99 percent of the wrestlers probably lump myself in that as well you know wouldn't be able to do but matt has that special gift and earl yeah his pictures are, are great there's so many people that do so much for wrestling as far as photography that don't really get uh noticed um even you know people that just set up things or, or the lights or whatever and those people deserve as much credit as the wrestlers yes they're not taking bumps but they're helping to uh, create the show or showcase us or expose us more on social media with their pictures or whatever the case is and you know there's tons of great photographers besides earl oh, yeah. um i know that i was in uh i know limitless did like a book as well i guess kind of like showing off their past five years of being in business or whatever it was and i know that uh, i was also featured in that alongside like private party uh, be, because we were working there relatively often uh, in the past, so that was cool. But yeah, there's so many great photographers. Yeah. Sophia is one of them as well. Yeah. So yeah. They're really, and you're right. Everybody's important to the wrestling scene, and I've been, you know, I feel honored that I've been able to work a lot of backstage and do interviews. And Matt Tremont's been a godsend. I love Matt Tremont to death. His students are incredible. I know you and me talked about this in person that I love his students. And Matt is such an amazing person and, you know, respected by everybody. And but it's true. Every everybody's important. I watch them bust their ass backstage and even at other promotions, what people do. So you know, you guys are all important. So I can't thank you guys enough for everything of giving us the entertainment on all factors of independent wrestling. Um, so Dottila says, I know you did one show in Cali. Would you ever come back to Cali for a show? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, I think they're even stricter over there than they were in New York. So yeah. I don't know when exactly that would be. But uh, yeah, I definitely would. Be there. I just did a show maybe a month and a half ago in Florida as well for a Grind Time, uh, and that that was a great experience. So yeah, I mean that's that's the goal as far as independent wrestling is just to be more out there in different places besides the tri-state. Yeah. Uh, Kristen Chat. He goes, "What's your go-to song to pump up before your match or in general?" I don't have one. I don't really <laughs> listen to music, so. Uh, I don't know. Groove is in the heart. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have another fan tweet from Good Guy Dave. He goes, if someone made a movie about you, who would you want it to be? Uh, who would you want to be in it and star as you? 
I guess that would be, I mean, the just the obvious answer would be like Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, is the most obvious and probably accurate answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe in like an action movie, maybe like John Berthold or something. Okay. All right. Uh, so let's give us an update. What's going on with Just Killing, uh, Just Chilling Network? Yeah, I mean, we have it. That's a horror podcast that I do with a bunch of people, including Valentina. As far as everybody else, uh, Jimmy J's in it as well. He's kind of in wrestling as well. But other, everybody else is more, you know, friends outside of wrestling. And yeah, we're doing. We're doing pretty well. We, we we do a weekly show. It's called the uh, Just uh, Chilling and Killing podcast. And uh, my uh, sister as well does a podcast there where she talks about like superhero movies and stuff like that. We also have a Patreon. There's a Patreon exclusive podcast there for just a dollar a month. You get like four different podcasts. And they talk about more obscure like horror movies. And we'll be doing like the horror con in September at the Showboat Hotel. I believe it's September September 3rd and 4th. It's a Friday, and or maybe it's a Saturday. I don't remember. It's probably a Saturday, Sunday. And uh, we'll be there. There's a whole bunch of like horror people as well. Um, I know originally Danielle Harris was going to be there. She was in Halloween 4. She's the kid in Halloween 4. There's the people from Terrifier and Terrifier 2 that's with Art the Clown but if you're a horror fan I mean go check that out if you can go to the convention I find horror conventions and horror related things are the most like fun things to do for me because it's like such a niche audience which wrestling is as well but it's like you know it's nice to see like they talk about these like really really obscure horror films and it's kind of fun to do but i guess you can do that with wrestling with like these small independent shows and stuff so they're both fun uh maybe uh, i spoke too soon on that i didn't think that all out but uh <laughs> they're both fun and uh two sides of my hobbies and or careers that i really enjoy um so yeah, they're fun. I've I've gone with Brad to a couple uh, in New Jersey. I can't think. Uh, oh man, off the top, of Brad's not in the chat, so I forgot like the name that we used to go to. But it's fun because you get to meet people, you get to buy movies and uh, merch and all that. So definitely a good time. Uh, your sister ripped my heart when she like destroyed the Nightmare Before Christmas episode. <laughs> 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 Just so you know, like she really yeah, destroyed she, my heart. She does that a lot. I think it's almost as if she knows i love it so she was like even harder on it just to mess with me <laughs> i was like oh my god like wow so uh so i'm i'm gonna go into one final question if you guys have any other questions drop them in the chat so we've kept uh, a lot of time for anthony i know he's busy but uh so you know it's been a rough year we had a pandemic like we said obviously is there any goals that you'd like to achieve within the next year yeah it's just to get on the to the next level mm-hmm. whatever that means <laughs> whatever that means to me so that's so, it okay whatever it is so uh so yeah so let's talk about really quickly about the upcoming shows i have some posters here for you guys uh so obviously august 7th 
Uh, we have IWA. There's still tickets available if you guys can get down there. I'll be there, causing havoc as always. Um, <laughs> so you and TJ, uh, you better walk out with some gold. I'm just saying, so we dripping gold. <laughs> <laughs> so and then what else uh july 17th got the titan show right american spirit so you guys i think there's still tickets available for that that's actually saturday so guys go check that out and uh wrestle lab so i have these posters for you guys definitely check it out uh, are some of these shows i know iwa goes on youtube and titan where's titan air on youtube too uh, I think they only do Facebook. Oh, okay. I'm not. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure they only do Facebook. I I think they put matches out here and there. I know Wrestlers Lab does um, independent wrestling TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, I have another big show with uh, uh, Global Syndicate Wrestling as well. That's a two-day event in August with a bunch of names like Davy Richards, Hammerstone, Richard Holiday. Um, I think Austin Aries is on there as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so yeah, a lot of exciting things to look forward to, and uh, hopefully this is the start of more uh, wrestling, regular wrestling, uh, as we hopefully wind down from this pandemic uh, and uh, go in the right direction. Yeah, we definitely been. It's back. It's definitely back because my heart's been torn between all the promotions that's back, and everybody's like, "You're coming to the show, right?" <laughs> I feel bad. So if you don't <laughs> see me, I'm sorry, but I I promise you, I'll be at the August seventh show. I'll be there, like I said, with my friend Jackie. So guys, check it out, definitely. So tell everybody where they can find you on social again, where they can follow you and all that fun stuff. Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Anthony Gangone. I have no idea if I'm a good tweeter. Uh, but yeah, you can follow me there. You can follow me on Instagram. I'm a bit more lively on there at Anthony Gangone underscore. I'm also on Facebook at Anthony Gangone. And all that stuff is mostly like wrestling related and like a portfolio of art. I don't necessarily talk about uh, real life things or real life uh, events and things of that nature. Every once in a while, like recently, I just tweeted out about Three's Company, the sitcom, uh, how Suzanne Summers deserved to be paid the same as the one uh, as the men. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> you can follow me on all that stuff. Go give him some love. Go follow some of his matches. If you missed the other episodes that I've had with him, go back on the network and watch that as well. So always a good time. Uh, Anthony, thank you. Like, you know, again, you mean the world to me more than you probably know. And again, like I said, everybody that I talk to about you says wonderful things to me about you. Um, and you know, I'll always tell you that I'm always going to be selfish and I don't want you to get signed so I can still follow you. Well, excuse me. Support you. In the, in the, in the you indies. Go. Sorry. <laughs> in the indies. Uh, and then you go mainstream and then, you know, I just become a back burner. Like, yeah, you know, she's probably up in section 300. Who? Tiffany who? Like, <laughs> well, if, if that does happen, well, one, uh, the only mainstream thing about me would be uh, the money I'll be getting, and uh, two, I don't think I'll ever truly, truly be mainstream. But uh, if and when that day happens, I'll be sure to leave you some tickets at uh, I don't know Barclays Center or 
MSG or something. Oh, well, it's greatly appreciated. So I'll be there. I mean, I probably won't be able to bring streamers like I do at most places, but <laughs> since it's banned from some places, but I'll always be there to support you. Like, you know, hey, maybe you'll come back for th episode 1000. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I, I wouldn't be able to be on, on your independent show. I would have to be on your I know. Uh, mainstream show. No, but see, you're number one husband, so it's like you're always welcome back on the Under the Rope series, so it wouldn't even matter anymore. So, like, <laughs> I break the rule because the, you're number one, you're locked in. Sorry, guys, you're never going to get on there. So uh, it is what it is, but... Guys, thank you again so much for tuning in. Guys, thank you everything for 100 episodes. Like, seriously, it's been amazing. And uh, at about 9 o'clock, a video is going to drop with clips of, you know, little funny parts that have happened through the 100 episodes. And thank you messages from wrestlers and subs and friends and all that stuff. So check that out. But, guys, again, so we're going to end this. And uh, stay safe, support independent wrestling, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good night. Peace.